0: Part three of avoiding writer's block. One example that I want to give. Now, there's many examples that I want to give, but negative friends have this, like, superpower of putting you in a position of doubting yourself, especially if you're, like, a, a thoughtful, kind, creative person. Negative friends, you're, like, hamster meal to them. They love to just put you in a position, tell you stuff, negative things that will put you in the position that they're in. A lot of negative friends everything that they look at evaluate mentally, they just put it in a negative perspective and they do it so much it's so it's it's a habit that they constantly do they constantly practice on how to be negative to the point that that's all they see and that in do uh, there's a term that if you want trouble all you have to do is constantly look for trouble and negative friends they're like that too they always they they practice looking at situations and turn it into a negative situation so much that that's what they become. They become a person that no matter how the situation is, it can be a very inspiring situation or it can be just a normal situation. And they have this ability to just turn it into a negative Situation, thought, a negative answer, and it's because they practice it so much, practice over and over again, that, that that's what it becomes. So you, you really have to be careful with your negative friends. It takes a very positive and very educated person, I want to say. It takes a educated person to actually be able to sustain a relationship with a negative person, understanding that that's how they are and that's how they will always turn the situation that they see, talk, or hear about into that negative form. And it is never, in my experience, in my 45 years of being here, you cannot, it doesn't matter how strong of a will person you are, how positive you are, how educated you are, you can only have literally like one or two negative friends because the weight of the negativity, it will weigh you down. It will put you into a state of mind that becomes what they are. No matter how positive of a person you are, you have to limit your negative friends. I think it's beneficial in a way to have some negative friends. That way you can recognize what a person like that can do and will put the situation no matter how positive or how negative a negative friend in a negative situation will turn that negative situation into a worst-case scenario situation but for the most part negative friends you need to get rid of your negative friends that don't have nothing positive to say those type of people should just be with their own group of people and you move on. I don't care if it's your best friend or especially someone you're in love with. If you're in love with someone, whether it's a friend or an intimate partner, if that person is a negative person, you have to remove or put A barricade in between you and that person and when I say barricade you're building a a mental structure where you understand that okay this person is like this and they're gonna take this person this situation and turn it into this negative outcome you have to keep those people away from you and they are like the guardians or the gatekeepers I hear this term a lot, gatekeepers. Negative people are gatekeepers of writer's block. But not all the time. Writer's block, it can also come into your life if you're antisocial. social you're antisocial, you're just inviting this negative uh, writer's block entity into your life. If you're antisocial... You're battling trying to be creative and trying to figure out life and what you want to do with your life. I believe that you still have to push yourself to open up, push yourself to get out and experience new experience. For example, if you're only used to drinking soda pop and you really are so tired of drinking soda pop, you wanna figure out, you know, hey, I would like to try other things. You have to push yourself. And I'm speaking in metaphors, of course. You have to push yourself to try a different type of soda pop. Even if you don't like the soda pop, you probably have to give it a try in order to see if you like it or not. I can personally um, recognize this situation because uh, what I grew up, I didn't really like vegetables at all until I started uh, dating out of my race. Uh, and then I started to find a love for vegetables. I was dating uh, Spanish women. And their families always cooked with vegetables. Now, mind you, I hated vegetables. But the spices and herbs that they would use in their food would would be so appetizing that even though I know I hate vegetables, I, can't, I, I, I was at a point where it's like, wow, this food is so delicious. Even though I don't like vegetables, it's still delicious. And so after years and years of repet- repetition with eating different types of food that I'm not normally accustomed to, packed with vegetables, I began to love vegetables. And so now I'm at the point in my life where I don't even like a meal that doesn't have any type of vegetables in it. So take time to give something a try that you're not used to. You can overcome writer's block, become more fulfilled in with what you want to do with your life by trying something different just giving it a try an honest try and I'm talking like not just one try oh no I don't like it no it's not that easy it takes several tries of something that you're not accustomed to in in order to overcome writer's block thank you for listening all you podcasters and have a blessed day.